Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is very practical and beautiful. It's a practice from neuroscience which in four simple steps is going to help you feel grounded, feel relaxed and take in the good. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account at georginahudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? And I wanted to talk about this practice from neuroscience today because so many of my clients have shared with me that they feel tired, they feel knackered, that they feel overwhelmed, that they don't feel like doing things because they feel like napping most of the time because they feel so burnt out already. And I was thinking about so many of the practices I know which have helped me over the years. But the one I've chosen is very simple. And I love simple things. So I'm going to be sharing that with, with you. And I'm also thinking about a concept from neurolinguistic programming about anchoring. So when boats are anchored, they don't get, you know, lost in the sea because the anchor always brings them back where they belong. And we should be the anchors in our own well-being, you know? So we should be grounded with these techniques that are always at our disposal to feel well. So, let's start with the practice. And this is what I want to share with you. It's applied neuroplasticity. It's a practice from neuroscience uh, that's called HEAL. H-E-A-L. So, as you know, we tend to go through life without looking at each other, being lost in thought and totally absorbed in our problems. We are overwhelmed by our long to-do lists, feeling tired and deflated. This isn't the case all of the time, of course not. But the truth is that when we experience something positive and good, we just let it go far too quickly. As neuroscientist Dr. Rick Hanson says, we are like Teflon for good experiences and like Velcro for bad ones. Our brain isn't that concerned about our happiness and joy. Its function is to keep us alive. We are genetically programmed to want the things associated with evolutionary success, with procreating and keeping our species alive. And I know you are saying to yourselves, what the heck? She said it was going to be a podcast full of bright, sunny news. And now she's telling me that we go through life without looking at each other's eyes. Okay, Uh, I want to portray something to make um, ourselves aware of what stress can do and what burnout burnout can do uh, to our bodies. And I want to tell you, that we can totally break that vicious cycle and apply things like heal 
which are uh, practices which are very easy and that are full of hope, really. So let me portray something and I'm going to ask you to imagine this and to feel it in your bones, okay? So you gave a presentation and felt safe and satisfied. The public was delighted and they let you know. Then you received a call from your son's school because his teacher was waiting for you for a meeting that you agreed to a month before. Ouch! You'd forgotten. So you apologized and said you'd be there in a few minutes. You had to buy lots of things for your house, but you decided to put off everything to get to the meeting ASAP. You took a taxi, but the traffic was so heavy that if you'd walked, you'd have arrived faster. When you finally got to your son's school, you were covered in sweat, uncomfortable. It took you much more than a few minutes and your son's teacher was trying to hide her anger without success. To make matters worse, when you were finally home, you got into the shower immediately only to realize that you didn't have any soap because you put off going to a supermarket earlier. So, how do you think you would feel on a day like this? Answer honestly, please. Would you go through life feeling grateful for your presentation and with renewed strength for everything that life is throwing at you? Or would you forget your morning satisfaction due to the stress caused by the school call and all the string of things associated to it? And guess what? If you are nodding because overwhelm has won over joy, it's normal. Don't beat yourself up. Our brains always watching because it hates risks and at the slightest hint of real or imagined danger, it releases stress hormones such as adrenaline and cortisol, which don't help you to see the picture clearly and to make sensible decisions. The truth is, that the path to real well-being and happiness is a process that requires awareness and the acquisition of new habits to live life on your own terms. It isn't something that we do now and then. It's an exercise that we do one day at a time. What relieves stress and lightens up our experience is physical exercise, meditation, contemplation, taking regular breaks, good nutrition, wholesome social bonds. I can't stress this enough. It is so important to surround ourselves with positive people. It is very important to choose our relationships well. And the other thing that is key to our well-being is the wish to contribute to something greater than oneself. In addition to all this, 
Today, I want to share with you this very simple and super effective neuroscience practice. This is neuroplasticity applied to well-being. And I'm not sure I told you that I did um, neuroscience applied to well-being for a couple of years with Dr. Rick Hansen, the person I'm quoting today, and who invented the HEAL practice. So, This practice is very good because it leads to the creation of new synapses in the brain and because it rewires the brain gradually so that it is more permeable to the good experiences we have every day. This practice um, is very effective. The acronym is very easy to remember. I'm going to break it down for you, but I'm going to do it in my own way, with my words, in a very homemade style, and always, of course, respecting the teaching's spirit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be very respectful here, and I'm going to ask you to do the exercise with me, because you'll love it. So the aging hill means have. Have a positive experience that makes you smile and lifts your spirits. If you are walking, for example, stop to look at the trees. Pay attention to the sky, the sea, the colors, the smells, the wind on your face. And if you aren't outside, If you can't have a very special moment right now because you are either at home or in the office, bring a memory to your heart, one which really makes you vibrate high. It will work just as well. But either have the experience or recollect it. E in heal means enrich. Once you pause, to savor your moment and reach it. As I told you before, our brain isn't very good at installing positive and rich experiences. So stay with yours. Take 10 to 15 seconds and let that experience, you know, be present in all your being. Enjoy what you feel, where you feel it, what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, and see how it feels to inhabit your body in this beautiful moment. The A of heal is absorb. Absorb all the positive qualities of your moment or memory on a physical, mental and spiritual level. Inhale deeply and exhale even longer. Let your experience get into you through all your pores. Feel as though a warm light was illuminating you and making your soul glow. Be aware of how good it feels to be feeling what you feel and let that feeling sink in. So have the experience and reach it with 
all your five senses. See, taste, smell, hear and touch. Let the experience sink in, absorb it. And the last step or stage is the L, which stands for link. Dr. Rick Hansen says that this step is optional. And to be honest with you, for a long, long, long time, I did away with it. It was difficult for me to include it in my practice. Now I do. But let me invite you to try it and then decide whether to do it or not. So, bring to your memory something that has been challenging for you. Nothing too dramatic or difficult emotionally. Nothing too big, please. Something which is manageable, but which was challenging. And now, leave that experience in the background and bring to the foreground the experience of harmony, joy and beauty that you have just experienced. Let the positive be more powerful than the negative and gradually let the positive wrap up and or absorb the negative experience. I love this. The heal practice works. That's what I love. And I've already told you that I had a period in my life where I lived to my fullest. I was too self-demanding, always running from one place to the other and ticking the boxes of my to-do list. Of course, I had no idea that I could pause. Successful people couldn't pause. That is what I convinced myself of. I didn't know the practices that I'm sharing with you. And in fact, to be honest, I didn't want to think about the good things in my life because I feared that if I did, they wouldn't. My goodness. Um, how could the universe take away from me what I loved so much? But that was like what I believed. And now I can't believe I went through so much unnecessary suffering. I'm grateful to have come out of that trance and I'm also very joyful to offer you all of these uh, practices in the weekly blogs and podcasts. And before I go, I'd like to round off with a few words from Dr. Rick Hansen. Let them sink in. Through repeatedly internalizing wholesome, positive experiences, repeatedly registering the sense of no deficit and no disturbance, we can gradually weave into the fabric of our being an unconditionally, sorry, unconditional sense of needs met. We gradually cultivate such a profound sense of all rightness and fullness and love and lovingness. I love that. So I honestly love the practice of heal and I use it a lot. Every time I'm in a place where I feel awe, where I feel like life is beautiful, where time and space seem to disappear and I'm completely in the moment, 
I practice heal. I have the experience. I enrich it with my five senses. I absorb it. And then in difficult times or challenging times, I try to make the link of this challenging situation with this other very beautiful one which I have taken in. I hope you liked the podcast and if you know anyone who might profit from it, please forward this to them and invite them to subscribe. This podcast has always been meant to help people and to become a tribe that helps one another. So thank you so much for all the emails you send us, for all the messages uh, you send us, for all the DMs asking us to talk about different topics. Thank you to all my clients who open their hearts and let me talk about their experiences on the podcast and continue doing that. Continue sending us your feedback, your ideas, because we are going to be talking about all of that and we're going to take your feedback to improve the podcast and to cater for what you want to listen to. And we also appreciate your recommendation and evaluation on whatever platform you're listening to us because that makes us more visible and it motivates us to offer this free material with the frequency we offer it. For the time being, I'm sending you a big, big hug.